I'm Heather, and this is the Living with Addiction podcast, where I show you how you have more power than you realize when it comes to helping yourself and your child that's struggling with addiction. Hey, everybody. So it's Friday, and this podcast is going to come out right after I finish recording it. And um, I was sitting outside yesterday eating lunch with my sister talking to her while she was in the pool. And she was like, your podcast's not going to get done today. You're going to have to apologize again. And I'm thinking I might just have to change the day that I put it out because I have, I go to the doctor every single Thursday. And um, every time I think that I'm over the hump and I'm doing a lot better. Something comes up right now. I'm dealing with an infection and my energy is very zapped. I'm just not where I want to be yet, but it's also not so bad that I can't work at all. So I just might not be doing everything on my normal schedule And of course, I want to be back to my old self where, you know, I could just go and go and go all day, Um, but I just can't do that anymore. So, um, or for now anyway, and so the podcast might not always come out the day you expect, (laughs) but I will be getting it out because I do love doing this podcast and it's really important to me to get to share this information with you guys and keep this connection. So just letting you know where things are. And anyway, today I wanted to talk about releasing judgment, right? This is a good time to talk about it so that I'm not even judging myself for where I'm at, right? Like not judging myself, giving myself love and compassion for where I'm at in my life right now, having, giving myself grace that I just don't have the stamina to do all the things that I want to do. And also seeing like it's progress that I want to do all the things because for a while I didn't even have that desire. So just seeing the good things in that and giving myself a lot of compassion right now rather than judgment. Not to say I don't still judge my situation, but I want to ask you guys, like, how much time do you spend trying to avoid judgment? Like, do you people please and do things you don't want to do so that you can manipulate how people see you or even how you see yourself or how you see the circumstances of your life? And what about all the shame and secrecy about your son or daughter's addiction? We don't have to tell everybody all of our story. Not everybody deserves to hear it. But there's a big difference between deciding someone just doesn't need to know and being afraid that they will find out and judge you. And I want to give you the freedom to make that decision instead of hiding from the judgment. I want you to be able to say, I don't want to talk about this right now 
because this person doesn't need to know my story and I feel good about that and avoid doing it just because you feel shame or fear of judgment. And that's the purpose of this podcast today. I just want to set you free and at least get you on the road to being set free from other people's judgments and your own judgments. So just try to listen with a really open mind to what I'm offering you today. And I understand because, I mean, I used to live in fear. I've talked about it a lot. I had a huge fear of people finding out what was going on in my life. I used to fear being judged about my daughter's addiction. But what I figured out later on was that mainly I feared being judged because I was judging myself so much. And I don't really deal with that so much anymore because as situations arise and I decide that, you know, if I do have fear of judgment, I look inward. But my daughter's addiction was the catalyst that set me free from caring what people think about me, even though it was also one of my biggest fears that I would be judged for it. So that biggest fear of being judged about that situation is also the situation that set me free of being judged or worrying about it. And ironically, that fear of being judged created judgment. I saw judgment everywhere because I believed that there were things in my life that were wrong and I was insecure about them. Not to mention that I was always comparing myself in my life, judging and ranking myself compared to others. And nobody wins in that situation. Like, why do we have to be better or worse? We don't. We can just be. We can just be without judgment. We can be kind to ourselves and others and not see everything as good or bad. Just be curious about it. Your brain might always default to judgment, and that's okay, but you can also train it to switch over to curiosity as soon as you realize what's happening. Now, the only time I care what people think about me now is when I'm insecure about something. Today, when I'm worried about what someone thinks of me, I see it as a signal that I have some work to do. It's an opportunity to work on whatever it is so that I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. That's what matters to me. It only matters how I feel, and that's my focus, being in alignment with me. And that's such a huge relief because we can't control other people's opinions about us, right? Like we've tried. I'm sure you've tried. You're probably running through all the ways you've tried in your mind and it's exhausting. And sometimes it's so easy to think that if we do everything just right, then we won't get judged. But that's impossible. Let's be real. Like we're all getting judged by somebody, right? All of us. I'm getting judged by somebody right now probably. 
Why do we care so much though? Seriously, I want you to ask yourself, why do you care so much? And I want you to take the time to figure out why you care. That alone could set you free. So my last surgery was outpatient. And this is just an example of a recent thought process I went through with judgment. And I wanted to wear my pajamas to the hospital. I thought like, why bother putting real clothes on? It's going to take so much energy to put them on after my surgery. And then when I get home, change into my pajamas. My pajamas are really easy to get off and on. So I asked my sister what she thought about me just wearing my pajamas to the hospital. <laughs> and then I thought about how I felt. I decided my comfort and making things easy for myself overrides everything. And I wore my pajamas to the hospital. And once I decided to wear them, it was as if I was wearing regular clothes. It just didn't make a difference to me anymore. I forgot I was walking around the hospital in jam pajamas because I just didn't care anymore. And another example of this is I'm building a new life in Florida. You know, I moved here right after COVID. So um, I spent, you know, close to the first year, just really not getting out and meeting people or doing anything because everything was closed down. And so now, you know, the last few months before my surgery, I was putting a lot of effort into meeting people and building relationships here. And during that time, I was also dealing with a lot of heaviness about my breast cancer diagnosis and my daughter, like she was struggling with her addiction, she had relapsed, things were really bad, there was a lot of stress and pressure. And she also went into treatment during that time. So there's just a lot happening in my life. And I had to decide what I was going to share with people about those parts of my life. Like, did they deserve to know my story? And Sharing about having breast cancer at the time was tricky for me because I wasn't sure how I felt about it. I was still working through it. I'm still working through it. So, but I know that. I know that I only struggle with it because it's unsettled for me and it's still, you know, constantly changing. So it is going to take some time for me to settle on how I feel about it. But I give myself a lot of grace in that. I don't feel like I'm hiding anything. I just think that I'm still just trying to figure it out for myself. But if I was settled on how I felt, I would have hardly thought about it. It wouldn't have been an issue. I wouldn't have been thinking about it when I was talking to people like, should I, shouldn't I? Should I steer away from this? But that's how you know the difference. When people talk about their kids and you get a knot in your stomach or your body tenses up, there's still that judgment there you need to work to, through. And it's funny, you know, I met a lot of people that have kids my age and they're all talking about how their kids were either in college or just finishing college and asking me where my daughter was and what she was doing. But because I've done so much work on it, I was just like, you know, she's, she's only 20. She's just trying to figure things out now. And I didn't feel like I needed to give them any more explanation because I'm much more settled 
in how I feel about what I'm experiencing with my daughter's addiction. And I find that when I don't care about something, you know, I'm never judged about it. Or I just don't care so much that I'm oblivious to the judgment if I'm being judged. I set the tone for how I feel about it in my inner world. And then that's reflected back to me by my outer world. So I want you to remember to see judgment as a signal of something you need to work on your thoughts and feelings about. So let's talk about what judgment is so you can put it into perspective. Let's look at what it is and why we're so afraid of it. A judgment is just a thought. That's what you're afraid of. Thoughts. That's it. It's just your thoughts or someone else's thoughts that only have an effect on you if you make them mean something painful. You have to participate in the judgment for it to matter. So do you see that without your participation, judgments, they're nothing. We give these thoughts that other people have about us so much power, though. We waste very precious energy trying to avoid them. The problem really is that we kind of believe those judgments, right? Those thoughts. You're already judging yourself. And so it hurts even more when somebody else judges you. If you truly don't believe someone else's judgment about you, and you're willing to let go of being offended, then they're wrong about you and you're free of judgment. What most people do though, is they feel the judgment that may or not even be there, right? Like there's always the chance that there's no judgment. You just see it that way because you're already judging yourself. So you feel the judgment and then instead of changing what you don't like about yourself or deciding to love your imperfections, you set out on the much harder task of making sure that somebody else doesn't judge you. You try to control what they think about you. Yet deep down inside, you know it doesn't work. So you feel powerless and defeated. Like we try to do this with our kids too. We try to control what they're thinking and feeling about us but you've got to flip that around and focus on the source that matters. And that is you work on fixing what you don't like or accepting it for what it is. And just love yourself as you are with all your human imperfections. Be kind to yourself, give yourself grace in order to create peace of mind and fulfillment in this life. We have to focus on what we can control. And that is us. That's all we can control is ourselves. So let's also go a little deeper into letting people be wrong about us. What if somebody just doesn't get you? They don't like you. They talk to some of your friends or acquaintances about you. Why does it hurt so much? Why is it infuriating? Can you just let them be wrong about you? I just want you to really think about this. Like how much would your life change if you stopped caring what other people think 
and your approval was the only approval that mattered. How much emotional freedom would that create for you? Not everybody is going to love you or love me. I'm not for everybody. Some people might totally disagree with my philosophy about addiction, and that's okay with me. I got the opportunity to really (laughs) be okay with that when I first started running Facebook ads a couple of years ago, which I don't do anymore, but it was a great experience because sometimes I would get really just these incredible comments about how wrong I was and that I was even contributing to killing people with my ideas like way out there stuff that I just totally didn't agree with. And I went through this period of getting settled with what people thought about my opinions. And when I was okay with it, those kind of comments just stopped, you know, but I'm not going to water down who I am or water down my philosophy to appeal to more people. Then I'm not helping myself or anybody else. Like I answer to me, who do you answer to? What opinion matters most to you? Is it your parents, your kids, your spouse, your boss, your neighbor? I mean, if it's anybody other than you, then you aren't living in integrity with yourself. You're people-pleasing and pretending to be someone you're not or hiding in order to avoid judgment. I mean, who do you want to be? How do you want to dress? If you hate baking cookies (laughs) for the neighbors, then don't do it anymore. But if you love it and it feels good to do it, then keep doing it. That's how you know. Instead of worrying what people will think, If they find out that your child is struggling with addiction, put that energy into something you're passionate about, something that makes you feel good. What do you like about yourself? How can you focus more on that? I focus on what I like about myself now. (laughs) I used to have a long list of things that I didn't like, but I took the time to work through those things and either just decide to love my imperfections or change them. But now I focus on, I like that I have life experiences and perspectives that can help people. I like that somebody can hear me on a podcast or a video and know they aren't alone. I like that I can share my life experiences with the world. Yes, the world. It's crazy. The Living with Addiction podcast is listened to in 21 countries. Like every week, there's more. (laughs) But I wouldn't be living the life that I live today or have the beautiful, beautiful relationship that I have with my daughter today if I cared what other people think or if I was still trying to control how she thinks about me. I would just be missing out on so much. Like the other day, yesterday, I think, I got this cute text from her in the morning saying, um, just that she loved me and I hope that she hoped that I had a great day. And I was like, this is amazing. This is the best feeling ever. But I would not be experiencing that if I was still trying to control her and her opinion of me 
and not just letting her come to freely loving me on her own. So I just want you to remember that it's not that the fear of judgment never comes up. It still even comes up for me. It's just that when it does, I focus on accepting it or fixing it. I don't see it as somebody else's problem. I see it as something for me to work on. That's the key. It has to be addressed internally, not externally. You set the tone for your life. I set the tone for my life. You need to be all in on you and decide how you feel about it. Look at your fear of their judgment as an opportunity to decide how you feel and set yourself free. So that's all I have on this. I will be back. I'm not sure when next week, (laughs) sometime next week. I hope you have a great weekend and I will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want to learn more about my work, go to heatherrosscoaching.com. If you want to help other parents who are struggling with a child's addiction, you can do it two different ways. First, you can share the podcast with them directly, or you can share it on your social media. Second, you can leave a review. Talk to you next week.